Hello and welcome to Hey, I Loved That Movie, the podcast where we rewatch the films we loved when we were younger to see if they still hold up. I'm Dan. I'm Michael. I'm Helena. And I'm Jamie. And for this episode, we watched Evolution. So, what, what's your guys' association with this film? Because I remember I watched this a lot. I think this was one that was rented from Blockbuster or something, and I just fucking loved it. Yeah, well, yeah. I definitely had this as a rental. Yeah, I, I watched this a lot as a kid. As like, I think we had it. I think we taped it from the TV or something. As like, a, this film will do. But I remember having a VHS of it. I can't. I can't remember if it was an actual VHS or a copy. We never had that technology in my house. Yeah, I think I watched it a little bit later on on Sky, which I guess for the Americans that aren't listening would be cable TV. Yeah, cable. I yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. I I think it's so creative. Um, shall we just go over the plot for anyone who's not seen so, it? Ju- just yeah. before we do do that, I'd just like to ask who suggested this one because I'm going to be really was sad and upset you? with myself if it was me. Wasn't it? It was you. No, that's why I you're wasn't. on this. No, Jamie, I, that's why you're on the podcast. I, I think this one was one that I put down because I was like, fuck, I did really like that. And then was like, who who would be good to be on this episode? And you guys were all like, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, okay, I, I'm glad I it wasn't just, me. If someone else hadn't suggested it, I would have suggested it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was it was um, one that came up this, when we were making yeah. the list. <laughs> and it's one of the it was one of the early ones as well because it, it was quite high up the list. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, if we go through the story, if someone else can go through the story, because honestly, so I'm gonna let the cow of the bag hate this. Oh, yeah, this is gonna I, be like, I'm, I'm going I'm gonna like kind of play my hand early on this one as well and just say that if if i had been the one that put this forward i would have been really upset with myself because it would have been another titan ae moment <laughs> oh no i really <laughs> like this <laughs> yeah no i i yeah there is a divide that has happened yeah. but oh, the yeah. story, no, it's, um, it's two on two of, speaking of divide and things multiplying into two we start with stifler seeming like he is a fucking weird pervert but instead he's trying to be a firefighter and then a meteorite crashes through a building that he set on fire in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, he's training to be a firefighter and he's practicing with a dummy, but it looks like a sex doll. I, I thought that at first as well, because yeah. uh, like he throws this dummy into this burning shed. And at first I thought he was pretending to be a fireman with an actual sex doll. And then it looks like it's a CPR doll, but he just implied that he had sex with it. Yeah, I think you can have sex with anything if you kind of try hard enough. That, yeah, that's... <laughs> but it's that's a CPR not, dummy. The, that is not got, like, what the, we should the, take from the, this movie. <laughs> well... Given how it ends, that is very true. So the meteor that arrives, it gets um, discovered by a local geologist and scientist. Uh, Ira Kane um, and local, someone yeah. Block. I can't remember the guy's second name. The, um, no, his second name is Block. I can't remember his first name. Um, so they discover it and they fight. They take back some samples for the geolog- ge- ge- geologic council, um, which is something they've made up from the sounds of things. Um, they find that it's actually a rapidly evolving. Um, everything that comes off the stone is evolving very, very rapidly due to it having ten base pairs, which is GCSE level biology. So I, I just about understood that we have four G A. T and C, mm-hmm. um, and these guys have ten, which means that they mutate and evolve much more rapidly than us. I mean, it's 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 pseudoscience, but it's you know it holds up to GCSE level. It's movie science. So it's it's a new. They know it's an alien. They know that it's it's not of this planet. What they don't realize is that it's super evolving until they he goes and grabs 
the, the scientist goes and grabs the geologist and like comes back and he's like it's a single cell organism and then he's like no it's not he says something like well shouldn't it only have one cell per organism yeah. then? and then they realize oh it's evolved yeah and it's yeah, got loads. how many how many cells does a single celled organism have uh one no <laughs> So what I really liked about this bit of the film was that it does play the, the both sides. The people who sort of understand that that's an interest, that that's like something a little bit out, out of this world and the other side that don't really get it, which is the geologist being like, oh, okay, cool. And he's like, no, you don't understand. Like that should take hundreds of millions of years. Um, and they've done it in an hour. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it, it ends up with this thing. It keeps on evolving. The air, the DEA, FBI, whatever. CDC. Yeah, they, they, they go into the, uh, they go back in and it's like, there's loads of worms all over the floor because it was just like some like fungus sort of things that was growing off from yeah. around where the meteor, because the meteor landed in a cave system. Yeah. Like through it's the It's not just one thing that's evolving. That's what I love about this movie as well, is that I'm going to say that a lot, this film, so just be ready for that. But one of the things I love about this movie is it doesn't just evolve into the next creature it has like it immediately everything starts evolving and changing um separately from an, yeah one you another. get all so you have sorts loads of, of variety things. and all sorts of different things including something that i'm surprised i wasn't fucking terrified of as a child which is the yeah, primate thing like... um so after that they uh yeah the army the army gets involved they get cut off because it turns out actually he is pretty hated the ira king is hated by the military for giving them a really dodgy anthrax vaccine um yeah which the... is a weird sort of anti-vax thing to hear during yeah. an epidemic but you yeah know, that, bit, that yeah. bit was weird like him him and block the other thing that so i'll just mention this now the thing i didn't like about them too much was how they just acted like teenage boys when they were around oh, women yeah. that was a bit yeah. but yeah sorry yeah. carry on <laughs> Yeah, play the comedy is mostly quite juvenile in this film. Like, it's not trying to be witty at any point. It is very much like there's the sci-fi and then there's the comedy, and the comedy is pretty base. Um, <laughs> science joke. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's the why Mikey made that nope. noise. <laughs> <laughs> tried really hard to hold in a sneeze. Oh. <laughs> oh, I should have known better than to think someone was laughing at my joke. Yeah, no. Um... <laughs> So the army, the army take uh, take over, and they are forced to work with the woman, um, yep. the, the Julianne Moore, yep. who has another name. Who, for yeah. for some reason, it was her idea to make the character incredibly clumsy, and that's why she's just always falling over and shit. Yeah, that was frustrating. Actually, it's like okay, you've got the one woman. It's really cool. She's a expert scientist, and she has to come in and like yeah, they have to work with her, and she's, she's just a an klutz. She's an also idiot. like yeah. an idiot. Yeah, I like again. This is one of those films where it is the an incredibly two thousands cast. Yeah, oh, yeah. two thousand one. This came out. Yeah. An incredibly 2000s cast with like pretty much everyone in it. You don't see them again. They kind of all kind of vanished a little bit. Yeah, because the um, Ira Kane is Fox Mulder from the X-Files. Yeah. Block, I don't recognize him from anything else. Obviously, there's Stifler who's been in. I, 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 yeah, so many movies we've watched for this this yeah. podcast. He, he tends to play in... the same, same character as well, which is like slightly dopey normal guy. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't call him normal. He's absolutely <laughs> insufferable the whole way through. No, but he's, he's like, yeah, he is like very. Or not, it's implied. But he's very much like around all these scientists. He's very much just the normal guy. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's Harry Block. Oh yeah, Harry Block. Yeah. They meet Julianne Moore. They try and work with her. Uh, the basically it's evolving very very rapidly mm. and it reaches the primate stage and well, it's become very clear be be a bit before the... that oh sorry. um sorry yeah so before that they have the um where they're trying to work with julianne well they find out about the whole anthrax thing they get kicked off and then they 
both try and sn- they sneak in in the like hazmat suits. Yeah. Uh, and then we get the worst scene in the movie, <laughs> where one of the weird mosquito-looking things breaks into Harry Block's suit and then into mm. his skin and is crawling around inside his leg, and then they have to remove it from his butt hole. So dumb. Like just this this scene. So what the fuck is wrong with that man's anatomy? It, it is crawling around. <laughs> yeah, that's the like reason I glossed over that when I was doing my summaries because I figured we might want to spend some time talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. we can do that now. Yeah, no, has got in his body and it's under it. his skin, like I guess between like the muscle and the fat or something, and it's like rummaging around under his skin. And they put a pair of tongs up his ass and pull it out that way. Like, have they just like completely perforated his intestine to get under the skin and pull well, the bug out? Or it's like... stoner humor. Like it's just shit stoner humor. Yeah, right, like, wouldn't it be funny if they went up his butt? No. Yeah, I, I mean, the bit before that, I don't like that bit, but I did kind of, I did chuckle at the bit where he, they're like, oh no, it's like it's moving towards his leg, like we've got to amputate his leg, and he's like, no, 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 and they're like, oh no, it's moving towards the testicle, and he's like, cut off the leg. Yeah. Cut off the leg. <laughs> um, but you have to be in, yeah, it, it's a dumb joke. It's a dumb joke because it's, it's very dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're not going to chop off his leg or his testicle. I can see why but... I found it funny. When I was a kid, so when this came out, I'd have been like nine. Yeah, so, yeah. I watched it really young. Yeah, um, and you do get that really good bit at the end where he, she's like, "Oh, do you want anything?" He's he's sh- there, he's shaking. He's just had a big old um, forceps shoved up his bum, and she's like, "Do you want anything?" And he's like, "I want ice cream." And she's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, of course. Uh, what flavor?" And he's like, "It doesn't matter. It's for my ass." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I can tell by the way that Dan laughed and Mikey just. <laughs> That, that, yeah. that joke landed for some of us and not for not others. For I, I didn't find this film funny at all. No, I think my not problem remotely. my problem with this film is I really liked it as a kid. And this is the first time this has happened to me on this podcast. And we've recorded, talked about quite a few not good films from my childhood. I remember this film being so much better first time when I was a kid. And it is so bad now. That I finally understand what Jamie went through with Titan A.E. <laughs> I was going to say, this is your Titan A.E. moment. This is my oh, Titan no. A.E. moment. <laughs> this was awful for me. From start to end, it was like, this is not funny. I don't know why I found it funny as a kid. I don't even think I found it funny as a kid. I think I just liked the monster design. And now I don't. So he has the bug removed from his butt. They get thrown off the... They, they, they have to, like basically sneak in try and try and get more samples but they get yeah. instead they get a sample up his butt um yeah. and then they start finding samples because they find that because the the weird dog kills the person at the the golf club oh yeah that's yeah. another important thing so these things can't breathe oxygen so they die yeah. in their yeah and a, a guy gets killed by something at a golf club but to be honest that guy seems like an arsehole anyway so stifler was like kind of happy and then yeah so they they find um there's there's that other weird dog in that woman's house and it has like a turkey yeah. monster so they, get, they yeah. get their samples and keep on yeah. Yeah. It from other rates and they, what because they realize, they're showing up everywhere else in, yeah. in this yeah. town what they what they find out is actually because of where it landed and here you get expert geologist knowledge it's actually full of caves and craters and the where it landed isn't cut off the way that the scientists and the american the the, the army assumed it was and it actually spread and started spreading way before the army got involved possibly yeah. because the scientist and the geologist hid it from everyone for several weeks <laughs> yeah they did hide it quite a while is a massive kind of facepalm moment for me as well when it's right at the end of the film and they've driven the fire truck up and they're using the caves to get the hose into the uh, cave before it can be napalmed and everything goes bad. They just walk into the cave 
like through a tunnel. Yeah. And surely if like <laughs> the army have been securing this cavern, they would have noticed a big tunnel coming up the back of the cave. I yeah. mean, like surely there's some basic level of competence where they're trying to secure well haven't the they retreated the at that for. point because they're going to blow it up no but even before yeah, but then i guess they've, like, yeah. they've been like securing this meteor for what like a week at this point yeah and like aliens have just been wandering out for a hole well, in I, the thought, wall. I thought it, it it wasn't that they keep coming out of the stone it's that they once they've got out the stone they keep on evolving so quickly that any of the fungus that had spread will keep on evolving as well so that's yeah. how it managed to mm. that's why it keeps on developing even outside of the zone even if it's not got that far yeah but yeah you're right at the end they do just walk into the cave and they're, they, in, they they're are, right yeah. by the meteor <laughs> so that yeah. that's a bit like mm. yeah but like right from the very beginning though like both of the main characters like um they, they just come across as massive assholes yeah like they they find this rock and they take a sample from it and they go back to the lab and they put it on a on a slide to examine under a microscope and it's growing so quickly the slide smashes like that is how quickly it's growing and at that point you know like fucking hell this is why pandemics happen because morons like these don't report very yeah, they're, after that, they're after that nobel prize yeah, yeah. and how can you be okay with this film and how the scientists act but Loch Ness sent you. You got mad at Loch Ness. <laughs> oh no! They, oh, you have to let the scientists know. These people are keeping it like something that could be massively dangerous to the everything living on Earth, and they're like, "Ah, oh, well, we're not telling oh, anyone." I, no, I, I, yeah, I don't think they act in a sensible way. I just find the film funny. I'm not okay with what they do. <laughs> What I don't find, what the re my problem with Loch Ness is that they take that decision seriously and you're supposed to respect it. I, just, I, hate, I, hate. I don't respect these scientists. And the, to be fair, he gets his comeuppance, doesn't he? Like, he has a blooming thing shoved up his butt. Yeah. I mean, does he? Because, like, he still gets the hero's reward at the end, both yeah. of them do. And, yeah. Like, the... Well, yeah, because it's a comedy. It's not a tragedy where everyone gets, you know, the world... They don't yeah. all get things shoved up their butt in the end. Well, th this is the thing, because I, I think throughout the entire film, the comedy is shit. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think the jokes land at all. But I, I think the film would have been way cooler and like better if it had been like a horror thriller. Yeah, like in, in the vein of pandemic, that kind of film where it's like. I'd also really enjoy that, and I think I think there's something that Mike and I will, or at least Child Mike and I will agree on. <laughs> is the character design just to run through the end of the plot the army decides that basically it's evolving to it's evolving so quickly that it's going to be a danger to the rest of the world yeah quickly, it, it unless evolves, they explode it so it, they decide to explode it it evolves to the point where it can like breathe oxygen and then that was the scene i remember the most is the flying one going through the mall like that is the scene that was stuck in my head the most from the from dragon. the times i've watched this yeah when it's yeah. like flying around and they're like trying to hunt it through the shopping mall and they have to get it because Stifler just starts singing it, I guess. Yeah, that <laughs> makes sense. The, that was a great time. The, the only scene, though, that I found funny, probably not for the right reason, was when the dragon crashes into the mall through one of the shop windows and everyone just forms a circle around it and looks at it. Yeah. <laughs> until it screams at them. I'm like, okay, yeah, given experiences of what the public is like in the current day and age, I can imagine that actually happening, but it's still yeah. pretty mm. funny. I Yeah, I... So basically, what they what they find out though, the um, Ira King and Doctor Block find out that actually heat and fire is a catalyst for the evolution process. So blowing it up would actually be a really bad idea. 
Yeah, um, it, it like rapidly evolves. And I mean, it was a bit annoying how they find that out because they accidentally flick a match into it. And I mean, I know no one at the army would have tested that because they're probably really fucking incompetent. But still, like, yeah, there's well, no I don't scientists think you try and set things on fire as part of your general like yeah, testing. Like, yeah, there's I mean, no, they, no they scientists suggest... that work directly for the army. Yeah, like, they, no, they no... Do suggest especially when it's it like too. the atmosphere there as well is like um, methane as well. Then probably not going to burn it because. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Well, I mean, they, they are taking samples out of the crater to study them, and you'd think if they yeah. were going to napalm something, they'd do a little small-scale test. Yeah, yeah that, 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 that's, and that's what... The, the, I think the idea there is that the the way the, the way I justify it, and you can tell me this is wrong and stupid because the film is stupid, is that they're being they've got all this pressure from the mayor and the fact that this thing is growing more and more out of control. They have to act quickly and they don't have time for research. Yeah, the typical army method of destroy it. Uh, on the point of the um, the mayor, the governor, mm-hmm. is it just me or is that just Nixon? Yeah, like he's it's Nixon, isn't it? Yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah, it's a it's a, definitely an analogy of. Yeah, I mean he's he's quite passionate about keeping uh, the state safe, which mm. is nice. Yeah. End end of the film. We'll get to the end because so, the end of the yeah. film is end profoundly film. stupid. Oh yeah. Okay. The the okay. The the genuinely stupid bit. And to be fair, this bit I was like, oh yeah, I remember, and this is dumb. They find out that if you look on the periodic table, so and you make a chess move, essentially down three across one. Yeah. D- down two. For some across, reason. Down, down uh, two across one, isn't it? Maybe. Something like that. Anyway, yeah. So also, they discover it because she's wearing a t-shirt with the periodic table on the back. Yeah. And they do a whole joke, air quote joke. Where they're like, take the sh- take your shirt off and I'll show you, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah. F- oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> that 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 bit was weird because there's just a periodic table on the wall in that room. Yeah, there is. They're in a they're in a science classroom, pretty much. They're in a a laboratory. There are periodic tables around. Oh, I'm so mad yeah. at that. Scene. So it turns out if you go down two or three and across one, you get to up from carbon. You get to arsenic, and we're carbon-based life forms, and we're we're very poisoned by arsenic. And if you, these are nitrogen-based life forms, and if you go down two and across one, you get selenium. Um, so funny point there is um, selenium is also toxic to us. So I don't think that was making a yeah. point. Plenty <laughs> yeah, of stuff like you know yeah. lead also yeah. features quite heavy. Yeah. Mercury we're not great with. And yeah. so we get a lot of the elements we're not good with. Yeah. So we get the whole where are we going to get this much selenium from? And the two characters we've not mentioned yet, who were the people who were the only ones to fail mm. in 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 Ira Kane's class, he, uh, he like turns that class in to be like, fair, but head, they still managed sh- to fail. Head and shoulders. It's got selenium in it and it's like yep. okay so before the movie came out it actually didn't and then they started putting it in as well as this but, but th- those characters are very 2000s comedy as well because their whole arc is uh they are funny because they are fat and stupid that is yeah it. that was a bit and yeah. they accidentally stumble across the solution yeah, yeah. they are part of the solution because they uh, have nice shiny hair uh so if you never know yeah because they're going about like have you noticed how nice and silky our hair is now yeah. Because there was no setup for that bothered me because it was. It no was also just a weird advert for Head and Shoulders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel that we shouldn't go too deep into this because they haven't paid us any sponsorship money yet. So well, I no, don't really we, want to. We're gonna rag on it. Yeah, we're doing the opposite <laughs> of sponsorship. We're burning. Oh, God, are we gonna get a cease and desist from Head and Shoulders? <laughs> well, no, we're, not, we're not lying about it. We just hate it. I think what bothered me it about that. It was a cop out ending. It yeah, was a real like, cop out. Like there, there was no like at no point did they anyone ever mention that they were using head and shoulders shampoo ever. 
th- there was no setup for it. It yeah, was just no. a solution that was discovered. Yeah, by... even even if there was just a small scene in the mall scene previously where that like someone walks past it or something and is like, huh. yeah, they <laughs> like or... or they drop. They're so a, a lady so scared of the monster that she um, squeezes oh. her bottle of Head and Shoulders that she's showing, and it like makes it steam or something yeah. or hiss. Uh, or... Another have... option would have been the, uh, the 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 two brothers that discover the Head and Shoulders thing. Um, they could also have had like a, a giant shiny luscious mullet that they're always like flicking around during the classroom. Yeah, instead their hair is noise and gross. Or be like, why aren't these creatures attacking these two guys? Why is it like go? Why is it trying to go after everyone else but not these two? Mm. And oh, there's so many ways it could have been set up, but they yeah. went, no, we're just going to stumble across the solution by accident and make I, a um, big point I, I, about I, I, it. That's where it does lose. It does lose big points. Me like this film isn't. I, I don't. I'm. I'm not in love with this film. I have said I love it several times, but I'm not in love with it. <laughs> Um, um, so I, I feel like we're kind of burying the lead a little bit here, where we're, we're criticising Head and Shoulders quite rightly. Yeah. Um, but I think the important thing is what they do with it. Yeah. yeah. So they the, oh, the they army napalm the thing, and it just becomes like so they kill all the horrific, really cool creatures, and it becomes a giant horrific blob. Yeah. And, of course, yeah. CGI. And yeah. so yeah, that was the one thing that I did like was the creatures all looked pretty cool apart from that one, like uh, the yeah. Primate Honestly, ones this were... that's my favorite part, and I yeah. think that's yeah. why I forgive the pop the film so much is See, I absolutely love the creatures in this film mine is the opposite like i love i still love the creature design in this film um but the rest of the film now i can pay attention <laughs> and like understand the rest of the film properly i hate it the rest of the film ruined the creature design for me i just i think this came out when i was uh or what when did when did this film come out again 2001 yeah. okay so i was a bit younger actually you remember the game spore Yes, yeah. it reminded me of Spore so much. <laughs> like... yeah. I think I saw this film around the same time because I was I was I was too young to watch this film when it came out, but I Can't I definitely be. watched this around the time that Spore was being not when it came out, but you know before when it was promising to be the biggest thing ever oh, and you could create whole... anything. Yeah, the yeah. hype behind Spore tied in so well with me. Like I watched this movie and I was like, oh my god, and now this game is going to come out and I'm going to make. I can be able to do evolution and it's going to be amazing. And I'm going to, and obviously then Spore came out. And I think one, we didn't have a PC that could run it. And two, I'm quite glad I never got to play that game. Like this shit. Yeah. It had two good parts and the rest of it was bad. And the the other thing about Spore is it has the same weakness because if you pour head and shoulders on your laptop, it'll probably yeah. break. <laughs> I am surprised no one has come out with just a game that is the creature stage of Spore. Yeah. <laughs> right. like, why is no one capitalized on that? Yeah, yeah it's it's it's. Uh, I think because it's trying to program that much var- that, that many variables is really difficult. Yeah, but they I, I know, like with um, all the procedural generation stuff that games love to cram into things, even when it's not always the best option these days. Yeah, um, you, you think like yeah. procedurally generated creatures might do the trick, but. But I guess mm. the important question is, do the animals in Spore have a giant asshole you can shove a fire truck full oh. of head and shoulders up? Oh, they the big... do when I make them. The big... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, honestly, they do in Spore. You yep. can do that in Spore. <laughs> so, um, the, yeah, there's the eyes that just look like butts. And... Yeah. The uh, I've, I've got to say that the, the final scenes of Evolution where they're taking the fire truck and extending the ladder and giving this huge monster a head and shoulders enema... Yep. is another scene that I did actually find funny, but not for the slapstick reason of ha-ha-ha butthole. Um, 
the thing that I find really funny about this scene is like this movie had a budget of like eighty million dollars, and I want to know how much of that budget went on building an enormous prosthetic butthole. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not CGI in those scenes. Yeah, it's not. Is it? It is, and the, I mean, honestly, like the uh, the budget that went on slime. Well, the, it was just head and shoulders that they poured up there, and it came back out. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but, yeah, and and so like they're up there, blocks like trying to get his revenge, but ends up inside of its asshole like a weird cruel twist of fate. Yeah, <laughs> um, that was horrible. Yeah, and then like, it starts. Yeah. watch this. That is honestly the only bit that I really remembered. Is guy gets sucked up monster's butthole while trying to fill <laughs> <full> of shampoo, <laughs> which is a great tagline. That's that's a good summary for the movie. Uh, yeah, that that should be your letterbox review. Yeah, that will <laughs> that will be the little bit that we clip out to promote this uh, this episode, including this bit of me saying this right here. Yeah, yeah, that's that's quite massive. Yeah, yeah, uh, and so where it, they fill it with shampoo and it starts to explode, and so they they're like driving out as quick as they can in this fire truck, and it's it's like the end of uh, Star Wars where like the Falcons shooting out the Death Star and it just explodes, and they kill it with head and shoulders. Yeah, and, that's good, and then yeah. that's it, and that's that's and, the, then, and then, oh, then they go and bone in the yeah, they have yeah. they have an award yeah. ceremony instead of yeah. waiting for five minutes. Ira Kane and Julianne Moore go and have a have a fuck. Yeah, yeah he, he's literally still covered. In ass shampoo yeah. and just doesn't <laughs> even go for a shower or anything extra loop. um but i i do think it's worth taking Damn. a minute just to talk about how the monster dies as well like it gets a bit of uh, shampoo up there like some selenium um and it starts bubbling and like boiling and then it explodes and bursts and like there's gunk everywhere and when this is going on what i'm thinking is fucking hell imagine if people reacted that way when they were poisoned with arsenic like <laughs> jesus christ like Mary Ann cotton's house would look like a fucking fireworks factory there's very few um, illnesses that make you go quite like that yeah it, it would make determining cause of death quite easy though yeah. <laughs> It's like that um, it, poor it, Victorian housewife, her abusive husband exploded like a firework. I wonder <laughs> what could have happened. It, it explains spontaneous combustion. It's it's just uh, slight uh, arsenic. Uh, <laughs> the problem, I mean, we might react like that. How many people do you know that have taken an arsenic? Oh, I don't. <laughs> they, yeah. all, they all disappear. <laughs> like we might react like that if yeah. that happens. Yeah. They stop making that book at the library because no one ever returns. <laughs> so I I I just want to complain. I want to hear people complain about this film. Like I I genuinely dislike it as much as I'm like I just. I, so, I, I, okay, I so made things... a note for every time I had a complaint about a scene. I have a lot of notes. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> do you want to go? Do you want to go first? No, no. There is there is one in here where he's just had a falling out with the general. Mm-hmm. I think it's towards the beginning of the film. Um, just when they're like, "You guys are out of control. You're off the case." That kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And um, he says something about like you can't be here. It's against protocol. And Ira just goes. Um, I've got some protocol for you right here, and it's like these nuts come and get some, and I'm just like, what the fuck is this film? It's just, yeah, the tone. Oh. I actually, I really like the tone shift when they get they get kicked out quite soon after that, and they just start mooning as they drive off. Yeah. It's so dumb, but it is it it just I like that it's not trying to be serious because I think what I hate most of all is when a bad movie tries to be serious and like straight faced and like oh and these guys are like no they're having fun it's a it's a comedy movie i think what bothers me about that specifically is it wasn't originally written as a comedy it was originally written as a horror as like a weird body horror um and then the director who was brought on to do it said 
uh, I think it'll work better as a comedy and then had people rewrite it into a comedy. This film is very much just a 2000s comedy with no depth to it or no like attempt at depth. And I think yeah, that, but the, like... Oh, but the the like set pieces with like the the ladies at, in the golf in not the uh, golf the ladies in their very nice um heart home and she's like oh I think you've got an infestation oh yeah <laughs> oh and then Karen gets her finger bit off yep. yeah yeah and it's like when did you get a dog how and it's like so obviously not a dog. dog and you're like how much Valium are these women on <laughs> that that's like that's the takeaway is that's a dog. Yeah, like the yeah. I, I think the only bit that I found mildly funny, which was intended to be funny, was when uh, one of the house guests then immediately runs off and gets a gun and points it at the thing and it just rolls over there. <laughs> no, that was solid. I like that their first reaction was get a gun. That that might be the only good scene in this film, and it's got nothing to do with the rest of the film. Yeah, but like immediately after that, there's another scene where the three protagonists at this point, so you've got um, the Lee. professors and yeah. Stifler, they turn up at that house because they've heard about. Uh, like the so-called animal attack bullshit their way past the police despite the fact they've used the same trick with the same officer at the meteorite while claiming to work for a different agency yep. which I don't know maybe just cops in this town are really fucking dumb yeah yeah. They, they turn up at the house and they kind of poke around there and then they walk out behind the house because Stifler has been doing a perimeter search or something which I guess means looking for people's underwear or something I don't know and they find a load of dead monsters behind the house which none of the police have noticed and despite the fact that there is a busy road just at the foot of that hill where all the monsters are clearly visible from like no one has noticed this stuff they cut to the next scene they're driving to the shopping center because they're chasing the dragon they would have had to walk back through the house and all the police officers to get to their car but they didn't mention the fact that like this dangerous monster has just flown off and you know you could probably use some people with guns to come and help put it down like they they're completely unarmed as well and it's only when they get to the shopping center and break into a gun store steal the guns like this was very clearly pre 9-11 or something no i'm pretty sure it's still like that in bits of america (laughs) i don't know it's just like these characters are selfish assholes and they don't develop at all during the film and like the, the film is also full of like random n- unneeded scenes like the the only reason they hear about that house i think is because they're in a um they're in a cafe and his, the main characters the main scientists i've forgotten his name uh i reckon his ex-girlfriend reckon, is there yeah his ex-girlfriend is there talking to what a police hell? is like dating a, a police officer and it is a completely unneeded scene and like he talks about how he wants his shirts back and she starts screaming at him. And then the police officer hears on the radio. And I hate it. That, that scene does not need to exist. It only exists so the police officer can hear on the radio and they know where to go next. Like, the main characters never really do anything in this film. I'm just going to rant. I'm going. <laughs> the only reason they know it's an animal attack is because um, Stifler knows the codes because he has been training to be a fireman. Yeah, but... The, the main characters never do anything in this film until the very end. They're constantly just waiting for someone to point them in the next direction. They're never like actively looking for it. I suppose and the I way of cutting that scene me. out would have been to have a um, like a police scanner in Stifler's know, car. They're pretty or active. They they go they go and sneak back in after they've no. been kicked out. That's not waiting around. But they always they're like they're a lot of times in the film they're just waiting for someone to point them in the next direction. And then they like if that police officer didn't exist, they would never work out where to go next. And I think that's really lazy and bad writing just to be it like It is definitely lazy writing. They in made this whole scene and this weird backstory and like such a weird way to make his ex girlfriend just start screaming at him because he's 
he was weirdly passive, which doesn't make him look good either. He looks like an arsehole because he's passive aggressively saying like, what, what do you call it when someone steals your shirt? And she starts screaming at him. And then the, oh, I hate it. <laughs> yeah. I also hate that she's definitely wearing a man's shirt in that scene. Yeah. Like, definitely his shirt. And I'm just like, that's, that's a weird way of making it look like you've put effort into this writing. Yeah. Uh, it's so... And again, like it's because she's threatening. I think they just did that so she could threaten to pull it off and oh, have yeah. all of the male characters go. They, that's their second favorite joke yeah. after yeah. Bubble. It's one of the yeah. two jokes that they keep telling in this film. You know, I think another scene which um, made me roll my eyes so hard I nearly dislocated a retina was um, after they'd been kicked out of the site and had all their samples confiscated and stuff. Ira is is getting pissed off and he can see that they're growing quickly as well because there's been all these attacks and stuff. And um, he's hassling uh, like Dr. Reed saying um, like this is getting out of hand, we got to shut it down. And I'm thinking, Ira, that is fucking rich. Like hmm. you are the guy who has been like sat on this discovery and hoarding these things, despite the fact that they're clearly dangerous. And like the only reason they broke containment is because of you, fuckwits, like failing to call in the right people to put a, like secure the thing. <laughs> I don't know. It's just oh, these characters are so unlikable. <laughs> I mean, it's also kind of the army's fault because you know surely a lot of people would have at least monitored this asteroid landing they should have been out there straight away yeah. well they they kind of were in a really cack-handed and incompetent kind of way because oh, like, just the, police. the the u.s geological survey is a real thing so i i guess they sent like the main characters out because they were supposed to be like a responsible member of the survey who could check it out and report back anything interesting was there which they then failed to do for selfish yeah. reasons so uh because yeah. they don't want it taken off them, I think. And it, it obviously, it's because he knows that the army hate him and the army research hate him. And he also has that real sense of entitlement and ego that he can he can do this himself because he's mm. he once was a great scientist, even though he's now obviously lost it all work and just works in a yeah. community college. Yeah, Not like shit he... on community colleges, but this film sort of shits on community colleges. Um, I did quite like the way that, that the judge me. the judge is also went to that same college. I don't like it. No. Yeah, I just mm, his character that his character arc is annoying as well. The the guy's character, the scientist character arc, because yeah, he is like constantly acting like he shouldn't have been removed as as a scientist when he gave a messed up vaccine that caused a separate virus, right? Yeah, that was, yeah everyone had like averse issues. averse reactions to it that were way worse than anthrax poisoning. Yeah, and he... So had... The point that when he first turned off on the base, a random soldier tried to assassinate him and no one blinked an eye? Yeah. Yeah, and... I that bit confused me at first because I'd completely forgotten about that sort of side of things. And the entire time he's acting like that wasn't deserved and they kicked him out like it wasn't his fault? Yeah. Because even and, when they say to him, like, did the vaccine work? He's like, well, no one died of anthrax. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and, like, it would have been fine. if It would have been great if he got that, like, I realised I fucked up and my aim is to make it better. And he got that arc. But no, he was just like, I didn't mess it up. It just yeah. happened yeah, to mess his, up. His, his argument is just, fuck you, army research, not... Yeah. yeah, like his his character arc wasn't an arc; it was a flat line. Uh, oh, you're he... almost winning me over. I'm starting to see the film through <laughs> yeah, tinted he... goggles. He ended <laughs> the film the exactly as he started. Yeah, but then I think yeah. of like the weird dog in the in the golf course and yeah. the, the snappy monster that you yeah. see quite early on, the like, stiffer finds just... in the pool room, and I I really thought we were going to have some sort of gory, like someone getting mauled in the swimming That's pool. A comedy? No, it's not. Yeah, it doesn't quite go that horrific, but. 
yeah, I, the I, apes I'm, are properly yeah. scary as well. Yeah, they really are. Like, yeah. the a- the apes reminded me of Time Machine, and I'm now yeah. realizing that I may have just liked the film Time Machine. Uh, they sort great. of reminded me absolutely Morlocks. Yeah, they reminded yeah, they me a bit of um, <laughs> something from a Torchwood episode. Uh, yeah, but I, well. I may have just fully liked the Time Machine as a kid and associated <laughs> it with this film. I may have never liked this film. I don't think I've ever seen the Time Machine. So oh, it's good. Maybe we'll do that one. <laughs> um, Why did I watch weird films as a kid? I'm just like, <laughs> the weird film to watch as a kid. It does seem to be uh, a sort of vibe. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we get into scoring, I have one quick piece of trivia. Which could lead to a massive tangent. <laughs> I, I have another. Compl- can I make a quick complaint? Yeah, about go for it. Yeah. Jamie, that we were talking about a second ago. That car- the scientist story, arc, Jamie. You said it was a flat line. It fucking wasn't. It was a downward dip. He <laughs> <laughs> got, got worse than when he started because that at is the true. beginning, that is true. He, he was just an arsehole who like refused to admit he fucked up. The end of it, he's like, I'm the greatest scientist ever. I saved yeah, the world. He was rewarded for being an arsehole. He was rewarded for it. Oh. <laughs> It wasn't a it wasn't a flat line. It was a avalanche <laughs> downward. Uh, also, there is the fact that Stifler is also rewarded, despite the fact that he is also still a moron who should not be a fireman because he people does will die. Nothing throughout the film. He sings. That's about it. I mean, he does help them steal a fire engine. <sighs> they could have done that without it. <laughs> Uh, Most of the characters in this film are massively unneeded, and the film could have happened without them. The, do you know the only? Three characters, four characters that this film's need is uh, the two brothers, the two idiot brothers, <laughs> this woman, the female scientist, uh, who is also for some reason an idiot, and the scientist that made anthrax poisoning worse. The other characters, none of the other characters are needed. They're just in it. Sorry, I didn't realize how angry I was about this film until I yeah, started kind of, talking. I disagree, but I'm a little bit scared too. No, fine. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't have any impact. Apart so, from uh, the that, scene where he gets a bug up his ass. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you had an interesting bit of trivia as well. Sorry. So, David Duchovny, who is um, Ira Kane, right? He yep. turned down a role in Attack of the Clones to be in this movie. <laughs> so, oh in personal opinion, right choice. Second, my, my question is who do you think he'd have played in Star Wars? Like, what the uh, fuck? Yoda. Yoda. <laughs> yeah, Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining yeah. him as um, Bo- Boba Fett. No, yep. uh, Django Fame. <laughs> or he's just the Count Dooku role. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I genuinely, I, I have no idea who he would have. <laughs> just a background yeah. guy. So yeah, I, I think, okay, right. Helena, you can go first for scoring out of 10. <laughs> I, I, and think, then, I think me and Jamie then... should go last. Oh I no, I think, I, think, I think we should sandwich it. We'll have Helena go first, and then Mikey and Jamie, and then I'll go. Because I also love this film, so we'll... Yeah. we'll uh, yeah, Helena, out of 10, what would you give this movie? How many cool creature designs? I, oh gosh. So I'm going to give it one really cool fungus. I'm going to give it another really gross flatworm that you watch split in half. And it's like, oh no, it's breaking. Because the only other woman in this film is also dumb. Um, I forgot about her. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you think you're supposed to. Yeah, because yeah, she's not needed. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it another one. A uh, snappy, stumpy crocodile. I'm going to give it another chompy, uh, in the water, definitely Cambry chlorine. 
uh, monster. Oh, what are we going to do? And then, oh, so many of my favorite ones. All oh, the, the, the the bugs that just get eaten by bigger bugs. Oh, it's so good. And yeah, okay. It's it's an eight. It's an eight out of ten. What you described then was a series of ones, not an <laughs> oh, eight. but they all go together. Okay. <laughs> they, they all add up to eight. <laughs> no, literally the opposite is what happens in the film. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's clunky the and end. the story's dumb, but I can just... I love the character, the creatures in this so much that I just don't care about the plot, and I just like, I like the way it's it's the stakes are actually pretty low because I know it says it's going to take over the world, but it starts in Arizona, so <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't particularly have any strong feelings towards any of the characters. So when bad things or good things happen to them, I'm like meh. I'm just in it for this really cool concept and these really fast evolution, like this evolution, this amazing world that just springs up and this ecosystem that develops. I just think it's amazing. And I love all the scenes where you actually get to look at these, you know, in varying degrees of well-animated um, creatures. I just think it's so cool and it just tickles me so much. And I just, oh, I love it. And it makes me want to like, yeah, play the game of this movie, which doesn't exist. But, oh, if it did, you know, I would pile hours into that game. I would make yeah, I... so many creatures. I would have my own menagerie, and it would be amazing. I, I think um, you might have just been like projecting spore hype. Onto... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think so. I think, and mm. to be fair, because I still haven't made a proper spore, still love this film. Yeah, fair enough. So, Jamie, what do you think? Uh, are you sure you don't want to go first? <laughs> no, I feel I feel like you should go first because I've got a lot to say. Yeah, I. I, I... I guess one of the things that makes me really sad about this is the the ending of this film is probably the closest that we'll ever get to a movie about um, like the mystery flesh pit, like as a <laughs> world building project. Mm. Uh, and like I, that's that's an actual thing. You can look it up if you want some other time. But um, yeah, it's it's a fun world building project, and it's just a shame that evolution is the thing that looks the most like it, and that makes me sad. Yeah, I I don't like this film very much. I don't think it's aged particularly well. In any respect i'm probably not gonna watch it again unless i'm forced to so what's out your score um I, I would probably give it uh three shampoo animals out of ten at this point that is, yeah that's fair mm, that's high <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> well uh what one thing that i do think is important to note as well is um i think like in, in the terms of the overton window of badness i may also have a slightly different perception of how bad things can be than you guys because i have never directly experienced southland tales <laughs> <laughs> oh no that's true this is in relation to southland tales. <laughs> so so in, in terms of like uh being able to compare scores properly i don't know if i can like, like actually I mean, I'd, I'd my scores this... onto yours I'd argue this film is Oscar-worthy in comparison. <laughs> I, I just like how Southland Tales has created a fucking ripple effect through this entire yeah. podcast. I'm never going to stop talking about it. <laughs> the, if, we, if, if this podcast ever ends the final episode, we'll have to rewatch Southland Tales. Nope. And that's nope. motivation to not stop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, I yeah. so, uh, hate this film. Uh, <laughs> like, a lot. Uh, I think it's stupid. I think most of the characters are unneeded. I think most of the film is unneeded. I think the film as a whole is unneeded. One thing I will say, and this shocked me, because it's a film we remember from our childhood, and it breaks the rules, it wasn't a failure. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. just, it actually made a profit. Yay. Not by much. And it didn't kill a studio? It didn't kill a studio. I Did don't it end think... anyone's career? Uh, maybe it should have. Yeah, maybe it should have. <laughs> Uh, I, this is the one time where I'm disappointed it isn't a failure. <laughs> yeah, it was like 80 million budget, uh, 98 million. Yeah, it's scraped. Mm. 
she asked. Uh, uh, most of the characters are needed. It's a failure. It should have been a horror. I want to read the horror. I want to watch the horror of this because it would be the thing-like and alien-like, and I think it would be great. I think this film lends itself to horror a lot better than it does anything else. And honestly, I think I just liked the time machine as a kid and saw the monsters at the end, the monkeys and gone, ah, oh, they look like the, the apes from the time machine. Why was I watching the time machine as a kid? I don't know. And I don't know who to ask why. Two. Okay. Two, and only because I remembered Southland Tales. <laughs> <laughs> were you, you going to give it a one? It was going to be a one. And then I remembered that Southland Tales existed because I'm trying so hard to suppress that film. <laughs> it's going to keep coming back. It's going to keep coming back. But no, two. I genuinely, this isn't like a bit at this point. I don't Just like this film. Yeah, I... genuine actual hatred. So Dan, I'm the opposite. I fucking loved this. I just uh, like ending on a high. Yeah, I re- I really enjoyed it because like I, I I loved it when I was younger. I've seen it a couple of times since then, but the last time I watched it must have been ooh five years ago or so at least. And I that was because it was uh, on TV and I caught it like halfway through sort of thing. And rewatching it, I don't know. It just brought back all my nostalgia for it. I I genuinely really liked it. I I think I'm gonna give this nine out of ten geologists recommending head and shoulders wow the the <laughs> one is probably michael <laughs> that's not recommending yeah, it no. and jamie <laughs> yeah, we count as one yeah. uh, oh, you, you did and then you split in two because you were evolving yeah. too quickly oh. <laughs> oh, that's another thing i want to complain about because i refuse to let this end on a high why did they tell us what was happening like a thousand times why did they keep going it's evolving and like it's learning to breathe and it keeps making getting better every time it involves it's like every 10 minutes every time they saw one of those monsters they were like it's evolving to be breathe it's evolving to do this like we know Stop I, I, telling think, us. I think what they were trying to do is movie. yeah they what, what they were doing is they were looking for their jurassic park life finds a way moment <laughs> it hmm. really felt like it it felt like they were really, really trying to force it yeah now you've said that it, i feel like they really wanted to say life finds a way and they weren't allowed uh, yeah, that was my... Also, why did they make every, like, even the intelligent female characters fucking stupid? That annoys me. It's a weirdly sexist movie. Anyway, did, you, did someone want to say something nice so we can end on a high? Or... Yeah, I, I can say something to finish off on. Um, the music on the credits was all right. What was the song? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, I... no, my my favourite monster uh, was definitely the bug thing with a head on either end and real long legs yes that was pretty cool oh, and it just scuttles along and it's just the best i did like the the one that the uh women find in their little closet who looks like a cute little green guy until he opened yeah. his mouth and had like a, uh, a a weird like turkey head tongue yeah the yeah the, the, sticky the tongue like a, yeah yes <laughs> yeah the mo- yeah mossy scrotum yeah we'll, we'll end with scrotum dog so with that <laughs> i have been dan i have been michael I've been yeah. Helena. And I've been Jamie. <laughs> you've never oh, up, so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've you've had your Titan AE, Michael. Yeah. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Hilton Pod. That's at H I L T M Pod. Uh when this episode comes out, I will put up a Twitter poll for those who love evolution and those who hate evolution, and we'll see who wins on Twitter as well. I will we know there's only it. one Todd. <laughs> Are <laughs> oh, you just gonna fade out me complaining about this? <laughs> it's just-